Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. To the east side we go on this edition of Urban Spelunking, and Bobby, you get to share some kind of bittersweet news, an east side institution closing its doors after 44 years. Yes, and some people will, will be surprised to hear that it's closing because they probably think it already is closed. <laughs> <laughs> because RC's, which opened in 1974 on New Hall and North, uh, has looked sort of closed for a while, but now it is officially closing. Yeah, it was kind of open here and there. I was kind of yeah. wondering what was going on there because it looked like it was still open, but I ne- just like never saw cars in the parking lot. Yeah, and- the last few years it was open sporadically, like special events and that kind of thing. And they actually had something in there just a week or two ago. Um, but now it is officially closing and they are selling the building. So 44 years in the business. And uh, I mean, wow, it, this was like a landmark on the east side for a long time, a real anchor of North Avenue. There was a time, I think, in the 80s and the 90s that if you could walk in the door, there were so many people, it was packed. You know, and they have tons of they showed me tons of pictures. And there are a few in the story from those days where it's just wall to wall people. It's incredible how popular it was. And really, it birthed an empire. For R.C. Schmidt, who started this bar when he was 24, after having driven around this golf cart around the country with a big Schlitz can in the back, handing out, like, Schlitz trinkets. That was his job? That was his job. Just, like, right out of college. And he'd hand out these trinkets at, like, the Daytona 500, the Kentucky Derby and all that. He came back, he decided... So he moved from that. Yes. (laughs) He grew... He he, uh, expanded into the actual bar business um, and bought this place, and it was popular pretty much right away. He outgrew the small space that he was in. And then move to the bigger space next door. You know, whenever you share these stories about these business owners that began at 24, I just think like, wow, you know, what was I doing at 24? I know. You I know? think I had just, just moved out of the house, maybe. <laughs> right. And they're over here starting <laughs> bars on the east side. In fact, there was a time you mentioned when uh, there weren't a lot of bars right there, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, when he... Like in that little chunk of North Avenue. Yeah. I mean, when he opened, there were not nearly as many bars as there would, would later be yeah. on North Avenue. I mean, there was... Frenchies was there, Hooligans was there. there. There were a handful, but not like it became later. Yeah. You know? So this was um, a great business for years and years. And as you mentioned, it launched this empire, really, of, of local bars and restaurants. Uh, this was the very first of many restaurants that would open with the same owner and the yeah. same family. Yeah, and then RC went off to, like, sort of left RC's in his brother's care for a while. And he went off and he uh, opened Water Street Brewery, which was the city's first brew pub in 1987 when it opened. Yeah, yeah. Um, he opened Trinity Three Irish Pubs, Solo Pizza, and wow. uh, Black Rose, which is right up there on uh-huh. next to it. He bought The Harp. He bought uh, Louise's. Yes. I'm trying to think what else he For a long time, he ran, I think he ran the, uh, the food operation at Turner Hall. He doesn't anymore, but uh, ran that for a while. So he had really, he owns Vagabond. So his attention really kind of got sort of pulled in many directions at some point. So then other people were running RCs. And it all began at Humble RCs on yes, Avenue. which was just like a tiny little bar attached to the front of a house. You know, like a little storefront kind of bar attached to the front of the house. It was little. So pre-1974, going back before this was RCs, this was a, a, a building on, on North Avenue that was a bunch of different things, like so many buildings in Milwaukee. In fact, it was really sweet uh, laundromat for a while, right? Yep, and yep. what were some of the businesses that were there? Well, the um, originally there was nothing on the corner and then two houses next to each other. And then they built that thing that became the first RCs to the front of one of the houses. And then later there was a gas station on the corner and then that got torn down and they built this building that became a laundromat. And it was a really cool looking drive up laundromat. And if you see pictures of it, there are some in the story. Um, It looks almost like a 
custard stand. Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like just a cool. Like it should say frozen like custard instead of dry cleaning. Yeah, you know, and um, and that was pretty great. And it was called Poly Prims, of all the like great names you can think of for it. <laughs> You know, I just picture Polly all like stiff and upright. Uh-huh. You know? Very starched, whatever. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, and so that was there for a long time. That was there until about 1970, 71. And then briefly, the building was home to uh, Krupp Comic Works, which was Dennis Kitchen's uh, comic business. And he was a local comics guy, part of the sort of the underground counterculture scene in Milwaukee in the late 60s, early 70s. And it became influential worldwide. I mean, there's still people who collect these and they published for a really long time and Dennis is still out there working. Wow. So this guy was running his like independent comic publishing business right there. Yeah, they didn't building? print there, but the, that's where their office was and their warehouse and all that. So that's a pretty cool kind of East Side history bit right there. Yeah, that is very East Side. Yeah, and they weren't there very long. And then um, and then RC bought it when he was 24 and opened the bar. So from, from owning it at age 24 and then building it into this empire, uh, you know, it's really interesting that it all began there at RC's. And the building and the site is being sold, correct? Yes. The family tells me they're selling the building and the land, but they declined to tell me to whom. <laughs> I'm not sure if the sale is closed yet either. Okay. So, um, But that, that is at least in the works. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens to that. I mean, based on what's been going on on the east side lately, one thinks that the building gets torn down and they build apartments or something, but, but we don't know that for sure. So you mentioned this earlier in our conversation. But why are they closing it in the first place? Well, I, I think there's a couple of reasons. One is that, um, you know, they've, again, they have a lot of businesses now that they're working on. And, yeah. and this one has not really been going all that well for them lately just because of the changes on North Avenue. And they've even said, you know, we have a UWM dorm right in the next corner. But they're 18-year-olds. It's a freshman dorm, so that doesn't help them in terms of business. And it's not like it was back in uh, 1974, right? No, right. And BBC's is closing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, the North Avenue is changing, and there's, it's not the bar scene that it once was. I think a lot of questions about what North Avenue could look like down the line. And, uh, you know, whatever ends up going in this building might be a part of that. Yeah, maybe we'll be so. A part of that. Right. Well, if you're a fan of RCs on North Avenue, there is still one last hurrah planned if you want to give a proper send-off to this North Avenue institution that's been there since the 70s. A big party plan. In fact, they're calling it kind of an Irish wake, right? Yeah, they're going to have a sort of a send-off on uh, Saturday, uh, April 28th, beginning at 5 o'clock. And everyone's going to be there. RC's going to be there. His brother Rick, who took it over and ran it for a while, is going to be there. Um, tons of the old bartenders are going to be there. So if, if you were ever a regular at RC's or went there, a lot of it, you'll recognize a lot of people who are going to be there. And they don't want it to be a sad thing. They want people to come and tell stories and share pictures, bring some pictures if you have them, um, and just sort of celebrate the nearly half a century that that place was open. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the story that one of the, uh, the one of the owners or bartenders there talked about how, you know, over the years there's stories of people that met their spouses there. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it was, it was really an important part of the neighborhood. And then as it closes, I mean, it's, it is kind of, you know, bittersweet. It's not like the whole company's going out of business. They've got these other thriving businesses in Milwaukee, but there's a moment of pause when a, a chapter closes. Well, yeah, and especially for RC himself, because that's really where he got his start and it had his name on it, unlike the other businesses. You know, so it must really have been special to him. Well, an end of an era on North Avenue. RC's bar closing after 44 years in the business. You dug into the history, found out more about the, the building there and the great business that RC's actually launched for this family. 
Much more about it, your complete column linked up right on this page. Podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. I'm Milwaukee's Bobby Tenzalo. Thanks. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate.